Ekoma versus um, Bokuto's team. Whose yeah. name I always forget. Oh, uh, Fukurodani. Uh, Fukurodani, yeah, exactly. See, I and, know that uh, one. <laughs> yeah, that's an important one, though. That's Yeah, you did good with that. I'm like, thank, thank you. You're welcome. Nice save. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, Hey, hey, hey! It is Danny from Anime Summit. Shocking, how did you no. like my, uh, <laughs> Bak- my, my, my Bakucho uh, impression? It took me a second, which is kind of embarrassing, but you were on point. <laughs> Wasn't I? That oh. was good! <laughs> he, okay, aside from uh, Ushiwaka, Bokuto is definitely my favorite. Yes, oh my gosh. His, his, his personality is just on point. I love it. Uh, he's so melodramatic, too. Yes. Oh, um, my gosh. He's such a drama queen. <laughs> okay. He is, but I love it, though. It's amazing. Um, so, as you all can see, it's just me and Shaw. Um, and obviously, as you can tell, we are going to be talking about Haikyuu because, again, Sam and Nick are assholes, and they... <laughs> were just refuse to admit and just just cave in and and just wa- and just watch it. So, and since we do have um the second part of to the top, I figured it would be amazing to have Shocking on with an episode with me to talk about it because anytime Shaw and I talk about Haikyuu, we just get so hyped. <laughs> we try and take over everything. the entire discussion with Haikyuu talk and then it's awkward for <laughs> Sam and Nick because they haven't seen it and we feel bad but then we bully them into watching it and it doesn't work. <laughs> exactly. So this is more bullying. Yeah. In the form for of a podcast. <laughs> so I just thought it was a good idea to just do an AOQ. Um for to the top i did do a solo cast about the first half up to the top um yeah that is actually for um patreon exclusive and i was super nervous because i i i don't do well with just like doing things by myself oh yeah that sounds really tough that sounds really (laughs) difficult so good on you guys for doing literally yeah literally talking to yourself about things and not having someone to respond to you is really hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know, like... <laughs> I don't know how Sam does it for the newscast or anything like that, but God bless her for doing that. Yeah, I think... Yeah, that's amazing that she does it so often. I feel like... Yeah. I would want to do it at some point, but I feel like that's just kind of, like, the end of the line, and I'll just be insanely talking to myself, because I already kind of, like, muttered... You already kind of do. Yeah, yeah. I already kind of talk yeah. to myself when doing work, so this will just be, like... <laughs> End game. I don't talk to anyone, and I just talk to myself. So right, right, yeah. same. <laughs> I kind of do the same thing yeah. even at work. Like I'll just, I'll like answer some questions to myself. Yeah. That like, and, and and people are just like, "What are you muttering about?" I'm like, "Oh, nothing. I'm just, I'm just thinking out never loud." Mind me. <laughs> yeah, thinking out loud. <laughs> I do that during work because I'm a massage therapist. So, and when I'm working on someone, and like a certain muscle isn't like giving from like the knot that it's Mm -hmm. in and I'll just say just let it go like why are you running like why are you just like causing this you know 
sensation just let go and yeah. my clients are just like what the hell are you talking <laughs> it's about like let go of what <laughs> yeah and or I would say stop stop like running away and they're like I'm not going anywhere <laughs> and I would have to say sorry I talk to myself so don't mind me yeah and then they just start laughing but that makes it perfect for one-off podcasts so I'm sure you killed it Oh, I mean, a lot of people did give me good feedback on how I did. So that gives me a good pat on the back. Um, I definitely do have to, I, I want to do, um, someone actually recommended me to do like my top five or like top Ooh. whatever uh, sports shows. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So I definitely want to do that. Um, but I feel like I want to watch a little bit more sports mm-hmm. shows. Aside from all the ones that I have recently watched, like Kuroko's Basket, yeah. uh, Haikyuu, obviously, and like pretty much all the ones that have have come to place, like and and also uh, um, Yamushi Petal as well. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I still want to watch a little bit, handful more of sports shows, so that I can give like a proper list. Are those all the sports shows you've seen, or are those just um, ones you've seen recently? Those are the, I mean, that's what I've seen. I've also seen Free. Okay. That was actually my my first one that I watched. Um, so let's see. I've seen Free, um, Kuroko, Haikyuu, Yamushi Petal. I watched a little bit of Ace of Diamonds, but I kind of dropped it mm-hmm. because baseball is boring. Yeah. yeah, I've been meaning <laughs> to watch that one for a while. And I, it's... It's really good. Yeah. Like, I love the story in it, but I, I really, I feel like I just need time yeah. to watch it. Like, that's the type of show that yeah. I feel like is not bingeable. Yeah, I think it depends. Because it's baseball. Yeah, it depends, because I'll have to see. Because I've seen so many sports shows about a boring sport that make it interesting. Interesting, so yeah. So I have to yeah. see if they do that. But, I mean, I mean, I the way I think about it to myself as I'm like okay I watched Chihayafuru they made a poetry slapping card game really hype right so I'm sure they can do that with baseball which I still find a bit more exciting on a fundamental level than poetry card slapping but it always comes down to like how they oh don't don't let Nick hear you say (laughs) what does he does he find it he likes Chihayafuru oh yeah I mean I love it too but I mean like I think even Nick can agree that conceptually baseball as a sport is more exciting than poetry card slapping but that's not to say Chihai Furu might be less exciting than, um, what's it called? Daya? I always call it Daya. Diamond uh, Ace of Diamonds. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Diamond or something like Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the English version, uh, English translation is Ace of Diamonds. Okay, Ace of Diamonds. That makes something like that. That sounds yeah, a bit better. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so <laughs> I'm not saying that, uh, Daya is definitely better than Chihaya Furu because it's baseball, but it always comes right. down to execution. Because I love Chihaya Furu a lot, too. But I think yeah. that's... I actually have to finish that one, too. Yeah. I... I started watching that, but then I put a hold on it because other things. And, you know, I, I'm part of a podcast, so I had to watch other I stuff. I know what you mean. And it's like, I have to put the shows <laughs> I want to watch on hold to watch the shows yeah. that are more relevant. Yeah, unfortunately. Hate that for us, so. Um, I know, right? It's the worst. Yeah. Us fucking... Content creator, yeah. damn it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's so interesting um, because I think I'm kind of in a similar boat to you. I've seen, like, I've seen a decent amount of the 
I wasn't going to say a decent amount of sports shows, but I guess it is. I've seen the main, I've seen a lot of the big ones, but now I'm at the point where I have to go back and watch some of the classics, like, you yeah, know, Ashita no yeah. Ippo. Um, yeah, people have been wanting me to watch Ippo. Yeah, I heard. And yeah. I heard a lot of good things about Ippo. Yeah. But I looked into, like, because with me, I want to start from the beginning. Yeah. And there's a lot of Ippo and that that alone I'm just like oof I need to be in like a mental state mm-hmm. to watch that much of Ippo yeah it's a lot of episodes <laughs> and you, yeah you know like they always end up being a lot of episodes so if I'm down for a lot of episodes you know that could work especially if I'm really vibing with the show but you do have to be yeah. like okay I'm gonna sit down and watch a 75 episode yeah. show like that's just what I'm gonna yeah. do yeah. yeah yeah it's tough it's really tough yeah and on that note We will be right back after these messages. Hey everybody, Sam from Anime Summit here, and I'm here to talk to you about matcha tea from teapaz.com. This matcha is uh, harvested from Uji, Japan, and is certified organic matcha. It's a healthy and organic stress reliever, cognitive boost, full of antioxidants, and full of natural caffeine to wake you up in the morning. Go to teapaz.com and use anime at the checkout to get 20% off. Or you can go to um, matcha.animesummit.net and it'll auto-apply the coupon for you. Matcha tea at tpaz.com. And thank you so much for that. And brought to you by Smokey Smokey. <laughs> you got them. <laughs> um, all right. So let's get into the, let's, let's, let's crack this cookie. So hi Q, man. It it's I I am at a loss for words. <laughs> so I guess for the context, because we just had a conversation about it, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners know, but maybe like I don't, maybe not everyone knows, but like you just recently caught up on all of IQ. Yes, yeah. So I since since the second half of To the Top came out, I kind of wanted a little refresher, so I decided to start from the very beginning. So I started from season one all the way down to the second part of to the top nice so um and even though like i've watched i've watched season one through three many times i've even had it on while i was like doing errands around my room like cleaning and stuff Mm -hmm. so just by not really paying attention to the words like the subtitles and stuff and just actually watching the animation was just phenomenal. Yeah. I was just like, I just love this even more. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I watch, I like rewatch it. So, but yeah, yeah. Just the the rundown of, you know, like how Hinata is from, from the very first episode mm-hmm. un- until he is now. Like uh, the latest, I think, like episode. I've only saw up, up to episode 19 of To the Top. Yeah. So, okay. I'm trying to do the math for that, um, but I think... Yeah, because I know we have seven episodes of the second part of the season out, and there's 25 episodes. Yeah, yeah. So for those of you, I'm sure people who are watching it or anything like that, but Crunchyroll and, and Verve, they're, they didn't, even though like Matt, like Mal and I'm pretty sure any other like anime list website mm-hmm. has it, they have it as high Q to the top and high Q to the top season two yeah well 
and and then Crunchyroll, what Crunchyroll did, they kind of just combined did them. Yeah. So there's no like season one for to the top and season two to the top. They kind of just combined did the episodes yeah. together. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like Attack on Titan. But then, you know, when you go to streaming sites, you're like, you have to do the math for it for a second. And you're like, yeah. wait a minute. This is like, yeah, I'm not sure. It's like, what am I watching? So- yeah, it's like, what episode? I think I literally had to do the math for that when I was putting in uh, how many episodes I've watched. I was like, oh, shit. Verve has has like nineteen like like they have like episode thirteen through nineteen. How what is that yeah that number for, for Mal and everything? So and I literally had to count like one, two, yeah. three, four. Yeah, that happens with me too. And I'm like, okay. So I think you're one episode behind because we're recording this the week um so episode eight is coming out tomorrow of this second. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or uh actually I think I think episode nine is coming out this week. Is it? See, this is what yeah. I mean. It's like, Cause when I, I cannot tell. When I just checked, yeah, because before we recorded, when I just checked, um, there was already another episode up. Okay. And that was episode 20, so technically for the season two, for To the Top, that's episode eight. So tomorrow, episode nine is coming out. Jeez, it's almost done already. I know. Holy crap. Oh, so sad. But why do they ha- see? Okay, I, can I can I just vent for a little yeah. bit? Um, after, during okay during season three, when Karasuno and Shirato Izawa were facing, uh, in the prelims mm-hmm. to go into nationals, am, am was I the only one that was a little upset that that arc was a little too short? Um, I don't think you were, but. I also read the manga, so, you know, the dreaded words of every anime discussion, right. I read the manga, so. I mean, hey, that's fine, like, I'm I'm currently reading it, too, Oh, nice. but I'm reading it, I'm reading it phys- physically, uh, not, like, on my phone oh, no, or anything that's perfect. like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, so it's kind of tough because I think in season three specifically, it's just ten episodes, and there's always a lot of speculation about how well they can adapt something into ten episodes, and it's tough because yeah. on one hand, you know, the idea of a single match being 10 episodes sounds like it's going to be drawn out and the pacing's going to be weird. But then when you actually kind of like compare the anime content to the manga content, you're like, no, this kind of checks out, you know, and I think they did mm-hmm. a really great job with season three. So yeah. it's kind of... They really did. Yeah. Like, honestly, that's my favorite arc out of... Not, I want to say out of the whole entire series because there's obviously still more to come i'm pretty sure um i mean Mm -hmm. you've read the manga so so you know how how much more they need left to complete it but i definitely really enjoyed season three a lot i i enjoyed both um like the opening and the ed both Mm -hmm. like those are my absolute favorites um and not only that but Ushiwaka is a lefty and I'm a lefty. Oh, that's so awesome. Right on. Like, that's automatic best boy for me. Oh, that's impressive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the way I think about it is because I'm always torn between season two, which is my favorite thus far, is like... Oh, yeah. yeah. So like for me, season there... two is like the emotional like high point for me, especially as an Oyakawa mm-hmm. stan. And then yeah. season three is like peak hype sports anime. Like I think that's like the pinnacle of anime sports hype. Like, production value-wise, you know, 
thematic tension, just everything action wise, you know, Mm -hmm. that's just the peak. But I think you can't really go wrong either way, especially if you're attached to Shuri Torizawa and Ushiwaka. Like, I think that makes sense to especially be attached to that part. So I think it depends on, you know, like who you side with. I definitely, I really did enjoy. And, and I mean, now that like, I think about it, I actually don't mind season three being, the short one because obviously that is just mainly focusing on on the the Karasuno versus Shuratorizawa match. And and that is understandable because that's what's mainly like what else are you gonna put in between like for more episodes, like how they did with um season one and season two. Because with season two, um, you know, they had the training camps and all that kind of stuff um and and some practice matches and then the actual like the actual tournament with them facing um mm-hmm. uh, Seijo and Abu Josai and all that kind of stuff so that kind of makes sense to have that long of an episode um but I yeah. really I really firmly believe that they fucking teased us with to the top because they literally Seijo. <laughs> like I was so I was yeah. so upset when when they yeah. when they had that match and that that the one thing that really pissed me off was like they ended with yeah. <laughs> them just starting that match with um I forget the name of that team you got to help me out here I forget the early ones No 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 well so Joe the, the early ones what Oh to the top Oh yeah they're just like the fill Okay I don't remember their yeah. name. they're like the filler um, team on the way But and then they, yeah, like they're the first round, like get out of the way yeah, so we can yeah. see the Inazari um, match. But the, at the end of of the first part of season of, to the top, man, this is going to be really difficult. <laughs> Side note, <laughs> <laughs> I just say like season four, part one, and part two. Okay, that's better. Um, what? So at the end of of part one of season four what is the name of that high school with the with the twins and the yeah, guy that's, um in his inner zari in a Zar- why can't i say it i'm reading it right now <laughs> i call it in but i think that's in yeah in okay Inarizaki. Inarizaki. I think that's it. I'm probably going to supposed- rely you on on the names here because okay. I'm. This just is terrible. like the blind leading the blind, honestly. Like, I'm, <laughs> like this is not. It's this fine. Is not we it. can work through this. We can work through yeah. this. We got. Yeah, this. I'm. I think they're Inazariaki. Inazari. In Inarizaki. That's okay. it. Inaz- I'm. I'm good with that. Inarizaki. <laughs> I'm sticking with that. Okay, because their All name right. essentially, um, because their mascot is like a fox. A fox. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. by the way, I think it's so adorable that for season four, instead of them, you know, that like commercial break. Oh, yeah, the eye catches. Oh, yeah, yeah the, for the commercial breaks when they have the animals. The an- oh, my gosh, yeah. I die. Like, as them. them, as <laughs> like, you know, like Hinata and, and Kageyama as like the crows, and then there's Kuro as like the cat. Yeah, oh, him and Genma as cats. It. I die. Oh, my God. And, and like Kuro is like, like, like jumping up and down. And yes. then and then it and then it moves up and then there's there's Bokuto just flying as an owl with his yes. uh, with I think with his uh his friend I can't remember his friend his friend oh, is uh, irrelevant. Akashi. Yes, there you go. Sorry, yeah. sorry Akashi, but you're irrelevant to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty irrelevant thus far, but I think he's really hot. So 
you they're, know, I have my priorities straight. They're all out. Oh my god, I completely forgot. We need to. Um, oh, we can bring them up. In, waifu, we can bring them up. Well, waifu they'll and probably come up, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can get to, I can get to that because that's kind of relevant this okay. season. Okay, okay, okay. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. So I thought that was really cute that they changed it up, like the the little like commercial breaks kind of things instead of doing mm-hmm. the whole like them trying to like I don't know uh, do their like serve like their their set serves and everything into yeah. like them like forming them into like their mascot uh, animals. Yeah. I just love that. That was just adorable. And then the so little cute. foxes, the little twins as fox, yes. uh, as like the fox. So it's just like that. I I'm done. <laughs> yeah, it's so cute. I just get so happy when I see them, even though like sometimes they don't even change them and it's just the same exact thing. Yeah. But yeah. I'm still just like, oh my god, it's cute. <laughs> yeah. Um but okay, so what do we think of uh what are your thoughts on the twins? Uh the Maya Maya twins. It's really funny because I remember um I think I this is the one match that I read like when it came out weekly. Like, because, mm-hmm. you know, I get really bad at following manga and anime, you know. This yeah. is a theme. I mean, so, when, when you're when you're podcast content creators, you kind of, like, fall off a little bit sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that doesn't help. And then my natural personality of kind of, like, pushing it off and forgetting about things, like, right. does not help either. Right. So the chips are stacked against me. But, yeah, so it's actually kind of interesting because I'm so bad at keeping up with both ongoing manga and anime that this one specific match... Um, was the only one that I was able to keep up with weekly. Yeah. And you know how they first introduced um, Atsumu as like the best setter in the country. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I remember the week they revealed that he had a twin, um, Osumu. I think that's his name. I'm yeah, so Osu- Osu- uh, yeah, Osumu. They, Os- yeah, yeah, Osumu. Yeah, Osumu. Yeah, Osumu and Osamu. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And because they both call each other like Umu at some point. Um, so I remember when they revealed that he had a twin. This was and in like, the manga or when yeah, you were, in the okay. ma- Yeah, because when the manga came out, they kind of introduced it in the same way where they're like, yeah, you know, he's one half of like the best twins in the sport, you know, and mm-hmm. then everyone kind of freaked out that they were twins. I think it was just everyone kind of being thirsty about it, like... I think oh my everyone God, just they're kind of, twins. Holy crap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was so funny because no one explicitly said wow, they're so much hotter now that they're twins. Everyone was just like, oh my god, twins. Yeah. But, it's, so, it's I mean... It's ex- literally st- exactly like with um, fucking the Oran, like Oran High School with yeah. the Itachi brothers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was like, you could hear uh, the thirsting gasp heard around the world. Right, But, right. you know, thirsting aside, I did also think it was a really hype development. Like, I think that's so cool to say, you know, here's like the best setter, but then... What makes him even more dangerous is he has a brother, a brother. who's not qu- yeah. quite as good, but, like, almost interchangeable with him. Yeah. And the way they show them both switch back and forth between setting and spiking, I mm-hmm. think, makes them a really dangerous, scary yeah. duo to face. So, so speaking of that, what did you think, and now we're going into the um, the second second part of season four, what yeah. did you think of, of them, like, almost actually copying... Copying the freak. Uh, yeah, yeah. What did you think about that? That's actually literally uh, giving I, me goosebumps right now. 
<laughs> so oh yeah that was so cool I was, because i was so i was like oh no they're in trouble now literally yeah, okay. that's exactly what i said i was like oh no <laughs> i got goosebumps like as you said like the way they did the way they presented that of just how scary it was you know you know in like battle shonen you see it all the time actually just in anime in general mm-hmm. you see the i'm gonna copy your special move and use it against you yeah. trope all the time yeah and Sometimes it hits better than other times. Like, you know, we've all been there. Right. But I think it's so perfect that they have them as twins because you could perfectly see them just being able to copy something like that immediately because of how talented they are they are, and how in tune they are with each other that the only people who would be more in tune with one another than Hinata and Kageyama would are be a tr- set of yeah, twins. Yeah, would be a set of brothers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It so, only makes sense to to have that for sure. Exactly. So it all worked together so perfectly. And the way they, you know, set it up with, you know, the music, the visuals, the voice acting, Mm -hmm. you know, everything came together. And it was honestly like a gut wrenching moment for a second. And it's like, it's still just volleyball, but like, I'm, you know, I got goosebumps. Yeah, it was really intense. Um, I remember, I think the last time you were guesting um, on our podcast I asked you and this was just like when part two of season four came out and I asked you I think like the first three episodes were out already and I asked you if you watched it yet and and you Mm -hmm. said I think you said you were a little lackluster with the second episode I think yeah I I think it was yeah I think it was episode two because um I think back back when we recorded that was when that episode dropped, and that was outsourced to mm-hmm. another studio, so mm-hmm. it looked a bit, looked a bit rough to say the least. Gotcha. And, okay. And we had that with another episode recently, but they kind of mixed it in with some, you know, mm-hmm. better production as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's been kind of tough this season, not gonna lie, because I think as Haikyuu fans, and you can probably attest to this since you just binged everything. Yeah. You know, we've been so spoiled with everything up until now that you know seeing a little bit of production mishaps most likely due to the coronavirus and everything yeah you know we're like not used to it so now we're never sure are we gonna get you know a really great cut like we got in the tonica episode or are we gonna get outsourced stuff like Mm -hmm. from episode two yeah yeah i mean it's tough and and for sure like i can totally tell like that they they kind of like copy and paste certain moves that they use especially when when um certain players like when when a a a wing spiker spikes and then you know that one player just like is like to their knees and they like quickly like receive it for it to go up like i think you've seen that that one numerous times like that one is totally copied and pasted for every single one yeah um yeah, a lot of reused animation. Yeah. So, um they they have I have to say the one thing that I do love about Haikyuu for sure is is sometimes when an epic character or or like an epic scene is about to start, they kind of do like this cross-hatching kind of um animation. Mm-hmm. It kind of it kind of resembles like ping pong the animation almost. Yeah, they get a bit um, yeah, it gets a bit sketchy, but yeah. it feels like very fluid but sketchy. Yeah, and it's kind of cool. Yeah, I th- they did that. Um, I mean they did that with um, excuse me, they did that with uh, Ushiwaka, 
Yeah. Yeah. When, when, like, he did. Oh, man. God. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so, like, I don't care what anyone says. Fucking sports anime is so fucking epic, and it's so it over exaggerated that it literally puts you on the edge of your seat, especially yeah. Haikyuu. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 110%. And I think everyone who's watched it can most likely attest to that. Yeah. Most people who've watched it can attest that it's very, you know, it's very hype. Yeah, super hype. Um, What's his name? Kurai, the the guy that looks like a seagull with the white hair. Oh yeah, Hoshiyumi. Yeah, Hoshiyumi. Um, I I really enjoyed his animation at the at the oh, camp yeah. when when he was running and he went to go uh, spike. That whole uh, animation. I think there's a gift for it that I'm gonna. Send yeah, you. I've seen it. My friend is actually a really big Hoshiyumi uh, fan, and she and they kind of run like a Hoshiyumi like stan account. Oh, okay. It's really funny. Here and they is. made this really funny post. I gotta share it with you. I just sent I just sent you the the gif of, of yeah, the scene. That one. Yeah, so that whole scene where he's running and it's kinda of, again, like it's a little it's a little sketchy when he's running a little bit. Right th- like when he's about to jump and then you see like just the wit, the wind. I, I oh, yeah. I think they've done is, that a lot. This is why I kind of like Haiku so much, and and it's definitely one of my my tops. Speaking that mm-hmm. we were talking about like top uh, sports anime. Yeah. Um, I just love how carefully they they decide to where put like the wind to show the effect of like how high this person is jumping. Yeah. Um and just like how epic and the camera angles like that that gift that i just sent you with uh ushiyumi and and just that one camera angle that's looking up at him as he's jumping to spike that ball oh yeah like (laughs) it's so and it's very it's very interesting too because this is a very different animation style from from the seasons yeah from season one through three yeah yeah. yeah, how do you feel about it? I mean, like you said, you really liked it, but uh, I mean, how do you com- how do you feel about the differences? It was I think- definitely a little different. Like it was something to get used to. That's for sure. Yeah. So yeah, um, especially from binging from season one to to season four, part two. Yeah. So so after you know season three was over and it went into to the top. I even was all like, oh, fuck, I forgot that this animation changed a little bit. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, oh. I think it's different and it's a lot to get used to. And I do like both. But I think it, I, I think these little moments, like the Hoshiyumi cut that you just showed me, yeah. I think those really make it worth it and make it feel, you know, equal but different. Yeah. Even though we've had some not very equal episodes this part of the season. Yeah, but... but- yeah. because of covid and everything like that i mean it's to be expected so yeah. you know i kind of put i kind of give production ig a little pass yeah on on the situation that we're in so yeah me personally i'm just enjoying the story itself because this is what yeah. i want to see and and i'm literally just enjoying and i'm and i'm really grateful that even though we're in this pandemic they are 
carefully making sure that they have the right angles for certain parts. And I'm really yeah. grateful for that. So I'm I'm not too bothered that they that they did that change of animation really or if they're if they're they're reusing some animation cuz I mean they they've been reusing animation since season 1 anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so. exactly. That's not a season um that's not like a season 4 thing cuz yeah. you know a lot of the serves, a lot of the spikes, a lot of the um receives like They've been reusing animation from the start. It yeah. just might be a bit more noticeable because we've had because so of... much action this season, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can agree. Um, yeah, I am super excited. I, I really was, like I said, I was really upset that part one was so short because it was a fucking mm-hmm. tease at the end. Yeah. Especially when they just right went into um, the, the, the match with, the Maya twins yeah. and stuff. Um and and it, it just got started. I was just like, God damn it, now I gotta wait like forever for the second part to come out. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. That I yeah, I can only imagine because it's one thing to do a split core and then, you know, be at a tense part. And it's another thing to be like in the literal mi- middle of of nationals you know, a, a set yeah, yeah you're in the middle yeah. of a match in the middle of a set you know it was not like a smooth transition by any means right and you know i would be so frustrated but i mean i bet it got a bunch of people to go read the manga immediately oh i 100 percent, no doubt i uh, bet a lot of people went to go start reading the manga um yeah. i'm still 100%. behind like i'm still in the midst of um them in their training to to face uh oikawa and everything like that oh cool oh cool (laughs) so yeah um but yeah so okay so let's talk husbandos (laughs) i i know i i mean i know who your husbando is yeah but do the listeners know so let's talk I, about that. <laughs> I don't know. I have I do talk about him quite a bit, but I guess they won't see right now, but my profile has been uh Karu Tesseru for, for a while. He is the captain of Nekoma, mm-hmm. which people who are listening now will have a better idea than they would have other seasons because Nekoma has gotten so much focus both in the OVA leading up to oh, season four. Yeah, we should actually talk about that too. I forgot. Yeah. That... I actually love that because that was that was like a you know, I think it's a whole volume's worth of chapters in the manga, but, yeah. you know, it's a pretty important big part. So I hope everyone has seen the two OVAs yeah. of um, Land versus Air, which is Nekoma versus um, Bokuto's team, whose yeah. name I always forget. Uh, Fukurodani. Uh, Fukurodani, yeah, exactly. See, I know and, that uh, one. <laughs> yeah, that's an important one, though. That's Yeah, you did good with that. I'm like, thank, thank you. You're welcome. Nice save. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah so um i love that team Chance too ball. <laughs> yeah, nice receive <laughs> but yeah and i love that too because i think that's actually kind of from karu's point of view which i appreciate yeah and i thought that was pretty cool to see i have so to i love that. that yeah i definitely have to rewatch that ova because on on verve they have the ova last because they also have the movies on verve so and i think the ova is is like the last segment after the movie so i i have to i forgot i completely forgot no lie i completely forgot about the ovas before yeah i mean um, to the top yeah it's easy to 
it's easy to forget because they came out at like an awkward time before yeah. season one you know it makes sense mm-hmm. but it's you know it's something i've been speculating on for a while because it's such a short match but it's also so important that i'm like are they just gonna release ovas on this right and they did and they're honestly a bit rushed compared to you know the original source material yeah but, you know they well, get the they're... important stuff in it's hype it's fun yeah they only there were it was only like two episodes right or like yeah. three or something i think it's two yeah yes it's yeah. only two yeah that's yeah. sad. And they definitely could have had like things. as much yeah. as much as I love <clears throat> um, them following Karasuno's journey because obviously like they're the fallen crows and everything like that. Like we get yeah. it, you know. But I I do I do appreciate this type of material where they also go into other teams that are just as important as a Karasuno. Yeah, um, exactly. They even do that a little bit in in the regular content as well which i also appreciate yeah so yeah i mean i couldn't agree more i think that's part of the appeal of iq is every team matters like a real team yeah they all matter yeah and they all feel relatable in you know certain contexts so even even the ones that we already know are gonna lose yep in like the very first match (laughs) yeah (laughs) when they face karasuno and that's like oh the backstory. Why do you have to give this care like the this useless like this like nobody cares about team a backstory and everything? Yeah. Now I care about them, and I yeah. low key kind of want them to win, but I'm obviously going to root for Karasno because they obviously have to win because you know the the junkyard match has to happen. Yeah, battle of the garbage yeah. dump. Oh like, my gosh, that absolutely has to happen. I need that to happen. <laughs> yeah like, yeah we've seen so much imagery for that so fingers crossed yeah um i i'm i'm super excited and i need that to happen and um but so since since kuro is is your husbando i mean bokuto for this season aside from ushiwaka because well ushiwaka isn't in this picture anymore so plus he was like a third year at during season three so he's like done um so i got i have i have my second husbando which is bokuto and i just love Aww. him he is so fucking melodramatic and i love it oh my gosh he <laughs> honestly okay tell me what you think about this in the grand scheme of anime but i think like say you had to pick a contender, not the number one, but a contender for the most likable character. And I think he has to be top three. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want to say, like, most likable character, definitely, in my opinion, Bogodo is one of them. Um, Maybe Nishinoya. Noya like, is up there for sure. Yeah. yeah. Noya is definitely, I, I definitely like him. Um, hmm, what else? Who else? Who else? I'm trying to like go through the characters. Uh, I can't think of anyone else. Not as of right now, at least. Yeah, those are definitely um, it among the main cast. Yeah, but. yeah. I mean, uh, Sugawara, I kind of like. Like, he definitely has oh, that yeah. good personality, even though he's kind of like a side supporting character, and he's not like too involved, especially for the main roster for Karasuno. Yeah, but again, like that. This is why I I, I like Haikyuu so much because they they still have time to put in 
these small supporting characters and ha- and like give them a backstory and all that kind of stuff like when um Daichi got got hit in the face by Tanaka and and Daichi yeah. had to leave temporarily and I forget his name but that second year that ha- that oh, has Oh, uh, Enoshita. Yeah, Enoshita. Yeah. Um he definitely has that like captain like personality and when they kind of went back when he was like skipping practice and all that kind of stuff when um uh coach ukai was saying oh you second years have to um pick pick a captain for next year and they all looked at at, i forget his name (laughs) already yeah yeah Yeah. so i definitely like yeah there there are definitely a lot of fun characters i also like uh satori from from sure torizawa the guy oh with yeah the red he's hair. a lot of fun oh he's yeah. so schemy like he's I love it, so yeah. mischievous i love it oh yeah um but but back back to bokuto for a second um the legend absolute legend next to kuro like they're best friends like you can't deny their friendship for one another Oh, they have, like, such a great dynamic, too, just in general, of, like, them both kind of, like, trolling each other. Especially, oh, man. I love Kuro's troll, trolls, like, personality when it, <laughs> com- when it comes to Bokuto, especially in yep. season two when they were doing the training camp and he kept blocking yes. all his spikes. Yes, I love that. <laughs> the, the smirk that he gives. Oh, oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. Um, I love it it's it's their their relationship with one another especially just alone in season two was so pure and and that's what i really loved about season two as well was because of that training camp and they introduced these other teams for karasuno to like practice against and everything and and this is actually what i told you about with uh suki with -hmm. his character development after he was practicing with Kuro and and Bokuto alone when yeah. and then once season um season 3 came out and he was facing Shuraturizawa and he even said to um fuck what's the kid with the freckles that does the pinch serve oh yamaguchi yes yamaguchi thank you you are the goat right now with all these <laughs> names <laughs> <laughs> but I can't remember the name of a team we're like currently watching. Right. So it's very it's fine. selective. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, but what, like when when they were talking about like how Su- Suki was all like, oh, I, I won't be able to, to beat um, Ushiwaka, but I will definitely block some of his serves. Yeah. Oh, or some of his spikes. And he yes. did. The, even though the price was him uh busting his fucking fingers <laughs> yes oh yeah so, oh my gosh but but then like with 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 suki i hate that it it went right into suki but suki is also one of my favorites on team karasuno at least oh yeah he's amazing i i absolutely love suki um a lot of people especially when when people first start getting into haiku they they hate suki Everyone thinks Suki is an asshole, yeah. but he is an asshole. Like, yeah. there's no denying that Suki is an yeah. asshole. That's just who he is. Um, 
And I say and I tell them, I'm like, just wait, just just give him a chance. I know he's not like, you know, being all like team player kind of person right now, but just give him time. So and I just absolutely love his character development, especially in season three. I think season three was so important, especially with people surrounding him and and just watching him and you know even though suki has this hard exterior especially when he was when he was getting his hand wrapped up and stuff um i forget the manager's name with the glasses kyoko kyoko yeah um she was even saying like he's not he wasn't worried about not being able to play he was analyzing on what it what will happen next and i and i think that is we're gonna see some really interesting stuff into the top when um they play like either fukuridani or um um uh nekuma or even um uh hoshiyumi I spe- yeah. I feel like I feel like if they face Hoshiyumi's team, ooh, that that is going to be interesting. That's going to be, you know, battle of the battle of the high oh yeah, boys. battle of the shrimps. Battle yeah. of the shrimps. Holy crap. Battle of the Chibi-chans. Um and I'm so proud, I have to say this. I'm so proud of Hinata for being me too. like okay, there's someone else who's like me. And he's yeah. On, on, okay, I'm gonna say this, but Hoshiyumi is actually way better than Hinata, and I hate to yeah. say that, but he is. And he is. and I'm quite relieved that Hinata was all like, okay, he's he is better than me, but I just have to, I just have to be better, and and just continuously growing. And this is what actually I wanted to ask you: What did you think mm-hmm. about um, Hinata? like hijack like crashing that that youth camp in season in, in part <laughs> one up to the top that's one of the most um i feel like there are a bunch of moments like this but i feel like that's one of the most key like high cute patented moment because you know you know hinata's facing i'm gonna say prejudice at the at the hands of the shiratorizawa coach because the coach truly believes that He's only special because of Kageyama Mm -hmm. and that short players have no place in, you know, his training camp. So he doesn't believe that. Mm -hmm. So naturally the most Hinata move is to just go anyway. And as he says to Suki, the only reason he didn't follow Kageyama to nationals is because he might get arrested. So he does. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So he just goes to this one and he face and they don't let him join. But instead of going back at he takes them up on their sarcastic comment of being, being a, ball a ball boy. boy. Yeah. And he turns that into his own training arc and actually learns a lot from it. Mm-hmm. So I feel it's like, you know, that's what a is major Hinata... character development for Hinata. As it well. is. It is. And you think about it, like anyone who's coming off a huge win to go to nationals, who's like the star of the show, having to be humbled in such a, you know, demoralizing way, mm-hmm. but just picking himself up and turning it into a learning opportunity. Yeah. I feel like that's just such a high cue moment. Like it's a Hinata moment. It's a high cue moment. I don't think many people would have thought of doing the same thing. But when you put yourself in a head in the headspace of someone who's so passionate and you know 
thirsty for improvement and mm-hmm. victory, you're like, yeah, that's the only thing he could do. That makes total sense. Yeah. I I also thought it was pretty humble of him. Like, when mm-hmm. when the alumni of Shura Torizawa was all like, oh, great, Shrimpy is here. We get to yeah. face him again. And they realize that he's not actually, like, here to play. He's here to be a ball boy. And yeah. Satori was all like, so what are you even doing here? Yeah. And that was even, like, Ushiwaka, too. He's like, what are you even doing here? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, damn. Yeah. Like, <laughs> tears. Absolute damn. savage. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, but I, I I absolutely like I'm I'm so I'm so glad that there's more of Haikyuu and I get to talk about it with someone who can relate like who I can relate and, and just like have the excitement with as well. Unlike Sam and Nick. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you're with me. Um I have to ask, how many times do you have like this is what I think of every time I feel like overwhelmed with like familial like feelings is when I'm like that those are my boys where I'm mm-hmm. like you know these are my sons oh these are, yeah for this sure. is my family yeah you know I have that all the time like you know not even remotely close to being a parent but I'm like yes these are all my right. sons this you is are... entire team all these fictional characters yeah. my sons I'm so yeah. proud of my boys oh for sure no without a doubt like I feel sometimes I even feel like I'm I'm like sitting there in the audience like rooting for mm-hmm. Karasuno like I love Karasuno and and there are times where I'm all like damn I want them to win like the opposing team to win sometimes um yeah. I don't honestly if if they face Fukurodani I don't know what I'm going to do like this is too hard I don't know who I want to root for because I love Bokuto yes and yeah I, that that's definitely going to be hard for me if they have to face them I honestly, I much rather, <laughs> I much rather Fukurodani face uh, Nekuma over Karasuno yeah. <laughs> because yeah, then it's like... I can just easily because obviously I want I want the um the the crows versus cats uh, match yeah. to happen. So I'm definitely going to be rooting for Nekuma if, if they face Fukurodani. Um. But no, for sure, I definitely like, for sure, like especially for Karasno, like these are my boys. Like, yeah, I, I, I and like I was actually like feeling for them when um the the Maya the Mayas the Maya twins team. I'm just gonna call them the Mayas twin yeah. team because <laughs> we don't know the name of that of that high school. Um, but like the crowd and like the band. Um, you know, they were silent whenever um, Ashitumi, uh, Ashish, I forget his name. Ashiyumi? Yeah. Hoshiyumi? No, Ana, uh, the, the other one. The one um, who has control of the band when he's about to serve. Oh, Atsumu. Atsumu, yeah. Yeah. I'm so bad with names. This is embarrassing. No, you're doing good. There's a lot to remember. <laughs> um, yeah, Atsumu, when, like, the crowd is super silent when he's about to serve. But then yes. the crowd turns around when, you know, Karasuno is at serve and they're like booing at them. Yeah. And it's like, damn, like, wow, you're going to be like that? Like, shit, you, your crowd is definitely trained. But yeah. I was so hype. I'm telling you, I was so hype when Tanaka's sister came in with the, yes. with the, with the traditional Japanese drums. I was like, yes. Yes. Oh my gosh, love that. 
I was like, I love that. Let's go. Let's have let's have a freaking band battle right now in the crowd. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love that. Um so something I really love about this match is that I feel like a lot of the other high key matches, they feel very, you know, anime volleyballish, mm-hmm, but this mm-hmm. feels like a true rowdy sporting oh, event. Yeah, like you know? a- like you're actually there, like you're actually watching yeah. a volleyball yeah. match. For sure, because I'm pretty sure in real life, like there are going to be like those crowds where they're booing at the opposing team's, um, you know, person up at serve and everything like that. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that and a lot of things of like you know the crowd, how they time their spikes to try and throw off their opponents. Yeah. You know, all the little small things that aren't like necessarily cheating, but playing a little bit dirty just to try and get in the mental headspace of their opponent. All of that just feels so on point for actual sporting events you see. Yeah. You know? So that makes it feel like this true hype sporting match where, you know, like have, almost like a battle to the death, but, you know, right. for volleyball. Have you ever, like, went on YouTube and searched, like, actual real volleyball before? Yeah. I mean, I've seen, like, volleyball matches at the Olympics. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that counts. I was kind of funny when um I first got into Haikyuu, it was around the 2016 Olympics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was, like, 2016, right after... Right in between um, season two and season three coming right, up. Right, yeah. So I'm, like, watching the Olympics, and I'm, like, paying attention and, like, commentating on the volleyball right. matches that are happening <laughs> as if I'm, like, a like stupid, actually, like, expert because yeah, I like, watched Haikyuu. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way, though. Like, come on. Yeah. You're, you, you are obviously an expert of, of real-life volleyball now, now that you... Yeah. You, you are, like, four seasons in to Haikyuu so you are like the ultimate master expert of of real life volleyball that's how it <laughs> that's how it works when you watch a sports anime it's like you watch a season or two you kind of got the basics down so then you become a real life expert absolutely yeah yeah I mean that's the same thing like with with me and and uh Yaomushi Pedal I don't know yeah exactly that shit about men's cycling but after I watch yeah. that I know everything about it <laughs> yeah it's like you can you can commentate now you're like you're, you can be the go-to expert yeah especially especially you know like with types of sports shows like volleyball and like cycling um mm-hmm. because you don't really i honestly i think you only see those like those type of, of sports at the olympics because yeah. you know here in the states they aren't showing um you know like volleyball matches with you know elite um teams like they do with the nba and like football and baseball and stuff like that yeah so i mean i'm pretty sure like on an e if you like scroll through your channels and stuff i'm pretty sure you can find something because i have seen like some soccer um matches on es like on certain like weird like the sub like a sub channel of espn where they put um some weird stuff i've seen like college volleyball like i've seen that occasionally Yeah. yeah yeah total expert you know everything. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm searching, searching through sports channels way too often occasionally. I got right. you covered. <laughs> um, so, so speaking of, like, comparing, like, real life to the anime, how, how 
well do you think their accuracy for volleyball is in Haikyuu? I think they're pretty accurate, aside from all like the melodramatic, you know, spike scenes and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think they're pretty accurate just based on the reception it's gotten in the actual volleyball community, mm-hmm. you know, speaking on like a national and international professional level, because, you know, I've seen so many clips of like professional volleyball player reacting to Haikyuu and, right. you know, they'll mention like, you know, they'll mention that, you know, the in-between points are a bit dramatic and like, you know, the mm-hmm. character, they care the way the characters are acting is mm-hmm. dramatic, but like mm-hmm. the actual way they have point setup is pretty realistic right. you know yeah they might be a bit better than your average high school player but right. you know they i think they're pretty on point yeah. and i don't want to spoil anything because you know <laughs> we don't i don't want to spoil anything but i will say <laughs> that a certain country who you know let's just say a certain country has a very strong attachment to one of the haiku volleyball players <gasps> and they actually Ooh. have made, like, tribute videos to them and have welcomed that character onto their own team. And, you know, I think they wouldn't have that reaction if the series didn't, you know... Didn't do well or, yeah. Didn't connect, yeah, didn't, like, connect with the real volleyball uh-huh, community. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Ooh. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah, whenever you're caught up, I'll give you the details because it's really cool. Yeah. Because it's just so cool to see how Haikyuu has become, like, a worldwide phenomenon that some people can really celebrate no matter mm-hmm. where they are. Yeah. I, I I feel like... I feel like after, you know, like, Yuri on Ice came out and, and you saw, like, professional figure yeah. skaters um, reenacting um, Yuri's um, performance. Routine, right? Yeah, his routine yeah. and stuff. Like, I just felt... I, I, I really felt appreciated for being a nerd <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like that's that's definitely i i love that kind of appreciation over like i don't know like some normie joe schmo just saying oh i love you know i yeah. started watching anime i'm an anime expert okay what did you watch naruto yeah that's yeah. you're not an expert bro <laughs> yeah yeah exactly like it's so cool to see especially um especially for like sports related things too right because you're like okay this is you know real life people appreciating the fictional portrayal but connecting on it yeah and you know that yuri on ice connection was really special like that was a once in a decade type connection that we got to see yeah so and and it was amazing to see that oh yeah i love that that was just so cool it was such a cool like extra part of the experience Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i think even though it's to a much lesser degree it makes me really happy to see you know, similar sentiments in the volleyball community with Haikyuu. Yeah, yeah, I can, I yeah. can agree with that for sure. Um, so what are your predictions for the end of To the Top? Um, I think, I think it's definitely going to finish the match. No more, you know, blue balling us in between seasons. But <laughs> I think we're going to have, um, I think we're going to have some really hype stuff. I think we're in the middle of the second season. No, the second no, I think did they just finish the second set? They might have. They um might, They might be in the I middle think, or towards think, the end of the second set. So from okay, I'm trying to go back to my memory um from ep- like episode 7 where I I that's where I left off. Um because because for episode 7, they they kind of flip-flopped between because they started with the Karasuno, I think 
the third match of the Karasuno versus the Maya Twins. And then I want to say, like, I don't know, 15 minutes in, they they changed it up and went to the match of uh, Nekuma because... Mm. And and then they and then after when that match was done, they went back to the third match. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think, think we're that's, in the middle. I think I'm right on that. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're in the middle of the second season. So I think we got one more. I mean, the second set. Jesus, what's yeah. wrong with me? It's fine. So yeah. So <laughs> there's a lot of stuff. Okay. <laughs> set season. Both are true, but not really helpful. But yeah. So Same. we're in the middle of the second set, and you know we got one more set to go. I think we're gonna see some hype stuff. But I think it's going to be pretty interesting. What I've really been hoping for is that we have been saving kind of the best for last. Because I was going to ask you what you thought of the Tonica content. Because that's been the best so far. But I think we still have content that can rival that in the upcoming episodes. Who's Tonica again? I'm confused. Tonica's the bald one who had the cool spike to end the first set. So he was in like episode was... three... When they showed, you know, they kept blocking him, and then oh, he oh, finally oh, overcame oh, it. Yeah. Oh, 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 I'm like, wow, I'm so stupid. Okay, Tanaka from Karana. No, we've talked Jeez. about, like, 20 characters. Literally, so we've sense. talked about 20 characters. Yeah, I was actually, personally, when they were blocking lots of Tanaka's shots, I, yeah. well, spikes, not shots, um, I was kind of nervous for him, because he, even though he is kind of, like, a hard-headed person, and, and you know, when you and I can actually feel for them like if if you keep missing your shots or getting blocked by your shots like that can definitely affect you and they were definitely really mm-hmm. putting lots of pressure on him um but then when he finally kind of like made a breakthrough like like they they actually realized like even though they keep blocking him he's not going to like get like any sort of pressure now I'm sure if it was Asahi, Asahi probably would have broken down. Yeah, possibly. Just just how how sensitive Asahi is. And and we also know, you know, Asahi's history when it comes to like him getting constantly blocked, aka date tech. Um, yeah. So, which man, honestly, side note, I want an OVA about date tech because I feel like date tech wasn't on screen enough like they have a lot of good characters on their team that didn't get enough screen time in my opinion i don't know how you felt i'm not super attached to daytech but i definitely like them um i think a lot of people are more attached to them than i am which is pretty Mm -hmm. fair because they're a very likable team Mm -hmm. and i think they have you know a great dynamic and an interesting play style too because they're a very defensive team yeah oftentimes we see a very offensive oriented team mm-hmm, so i like mm-hmm. a team who's like completely dedicated to blocking yeah. i think that's really cool to see yeah yeah i i can agree and i definitely i probably would want maybe at least like an ova of like them a little bit kind of like what they did with with nekaman fuguradani at yeah. least like something to to satisfy me at least um if i don't get it it's fine i'm not gonna like be butthurt about it yeah. Um but I was just so I was nervous for for Takana, but at the same time when 
he finally made his breakthrough and and like he even like looked them in the eyes and was all like you aren't you guys aren't gonna fucking break me like that's just not yes. happening so i definitely love i love takana in in that way because he just knows that he's not like there no matter how much pressure he is on he's not going to break he's always gonna just like do his best and everything yeah I think it's cool too because it highlights the mental fortitude aspect of sports yeah which is very important yeah. you know we they show they've been highlighting that a lot this um this season mm-hmm. actually about like the mental fortitude of you know constantly being blocked constantly mm-hmm. being targeted for serves you know yeah. missing when you get constantly targeted yeah. it's so kind of like addressing that head on right and I think that's really cool to see and that's why it's cool to show Tanaka thriving after being shut down so often is because that's always been his strength even though he's not a standout talented player yeah so I really like that about this match too so like even though we have the loud aspect of everyone cheering and trying to get in their heads we Mm -hmm. still have the like down to earth keep moving forward keep you know Keep yeah. your shit together and keep trying to win one point at a time. So I, I have a question for you. What what did yeah. what did you think about um Rintaru? He's that like Yeah. Suna his first yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. What did you think about him? Like he is definitely like a sleaze ball. Yeah. And when when he did that when he did that weird block thing and and they didn't like actually show exactly what he was doing yeah it kind of freaked me out a little bit i feel like that's one of those things that maybe got lost in translation or wasn't really portrayed that well Mm -hmm. and since it's been a while since i've read it i'm still not exactly sure what they were trying to communicate except that he has a lot of control over himself Mm -hmm. and he's able to kind of like reposition his serves depending on how the blockers are doing and Mm -hmm. because he's such a talented blocker he's able to determine you know, where they're going to go. Mm-hmm. So it kind of reminds me of um, Tendo Tata- from... Oh, Yeah, who? Tendo from Shiratorizawa. Yeah, who, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who's able to kind of... Who has those instincts as well. Mm-hmm. But Suki kind of has of, that too a little bit. Like, yeah. you can definitely, like, read a spiker, like, a, a setter, what, like, who they're going to uh, set this, the, the ball to to spike it. yeah. Um, yeah exactly um yeah it's kind of interesting I feel like it's just kind of like them trying to show how quirky and talented he is which mm-hmm. is kind of a bit lost on me mm-hmm. just because yeah I don't think I, it was portrayed the best way quite, but I yeah can, I get it conceptually how, I was quite think? confused and I was even questioning like well who is this character like I'm kind of confu- <laughs> I'm kind of confused on what like this all-time super awesome ability he has about blocking and and how he's good at reading things but okay that's fine <laughs> yeah exactly we can yeah kinda, it's like I want to say we should just blame it on COVID because yeah. you know poor animation and or limited animation as I should yeah. say so Fuck you, COVID. <laughs> yeah, we'll blame that one on a COVID. Yeah. COVID misunderstanding. <laughs> or maybe a COVID moment. <laughs> maybe a COVID moment. Um, okay, so what do we think about the captain, uh, Kita? Oh, uh, so that's so tough because I think you're one episode behind. And the next episode gives him his backstory. Okay. And it's like really, it's really cool. Because up until this point, he kind of looks like an asshole. He and does. And like everyone's scared. Yeah, so... 
you know, it's honestly one of those game-changing backstories that really makes you endeared to the character. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to spoil it too much, but I will say that he's one of the most beloved characters in the show, especially among the side teams like this, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I do, I I did find it interesting that he wasn't mm -hmm. part of the starting lineup. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty interesting because yeah. from what I gander, okay, so this is, I'll tell you like where, what I remember. Now that we're talking yeah. about Kita, um, I I remember once he got on the court, um, they, they did do a little bit about his personality and like they kind of, he, he was kind of like an average type of player. But yeah. he he has he has the sense of of bringing um, the team together. Yeah, and and that's kind of how he became the captain, even though he's kind of average with like spikes and all that kind of stuff. Because I'm looking, I'm actually looking at his profile picture on on mm-hmm. my anime list, and those eyes, man, are kind of scary. Yeah, they're really <laughs> they're very firm, like very. A little, very intimidating. Oh yeah, very little intimidating. Kind of a little menacing. Yeah, that's a word. Yeah, definitely. If, okay. Yeah. Um, there. Yeah, I when. Mm, I kind of felt for Karasuno when they noticed the change. Um of of their of the opposing team when he got on to the court. And do you know it's got to be something big when you got a team with so many hotheads and so many personalities yeah. that his presence on, on, you know, on the team makes them, you know, stand up straight. Yeah. And I always think that's really impressive. Yeah. So it's like they spent so much time showing us just, you know, how rambunctious this team can be. And mm-hmm. then they're like, nope, this guy. This is the spine. In this is, yeah, yeah, this is, this is the backbone right here of, of yeah. who this team is. Yeah. I definitely... For sure, uh, when we're done recording, I'm gonna go watch the the next yeah, episode. I, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. Tell I you mean, I hope I want you to see because it's <laughs> it's got a really good backstory for him. You know, I think it's really good. It's really it does change your perspective in a really good way, not just for him but the whole team. Mm-hmm. It's one of those high cue patented backstories that we were talking yeah. about, where you're like, no, I don't want them to lose. Yeah, you like feel them for now. them. Yeah, yeah, you feel for them. You're like, damn, like why did did. Why did this show had to like put a backstory because now I have feelings for for this team? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's definitely one of those episodes. And then I really appreciate, you know, I just appreciate it too because I know when I was in high school, I was a co-captain, but it wasn't saying much because all of the seniors were co-captains. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's. But I also wasn't on varsity. I was like fringe varsity, just like gotcha. him. Okay. So I appreciate it. I wasn't as commanding or impressive as Kita, but mm-hmm. like somewhat similar role so i respect it a lot nice awesome i never really did a sport in high school because the sports at my high school uh they were assholes and i didn't really appreciate that so i was i was the band nerd and the art geek i did band too that was fun i liked it yeah marching band was fun uh yeah until until it felt like again a competition and a race to be the best and i'm just like yep that's not just that's not me in real life (laughs) yeah it's like a hobby we're doing this for fun yeah um so okay so now that i know you're done with the manga right yeah okay um 
have you been reading anything after like are you reading anything now after haiku is done or are you taking a break am i still in mourning yeah yeah did Um, you like move on to something else uh so i do want to watch and read other sports anime i feel like the next big one to read for sure is definitely slam dunk especially because i hear so much good things i think it's essentially from what i've gathered you know don't quote me on this Mm -hmm. i think i've gathered that it's kind of the prototype for all of these you know shonen sports series that we've experienced yeah that's definitely what i heard as well like it's definitely um the uh bottom of the totem pole as you could say like that's what kind of what started it all yeah 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 and it was such a huge success so like Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah so it's such a huge success too so i want to read that i heard the art is great too but like that's definitely next on my list um Something cool that happened with Haikyuu was that um, Furudate, the mangaka, actually revised and added pages to the last chapter. So I actually have the last volume with me from J- that I ordered from Japan. Oh, and nice. I was like, yeah, so I was kind of glad to cop that, and I was reading some of the chapters, like, you know. I know, I know the translation, but I was just looking at pictures mm-hmm. and, like, almost crying over what happens. But Aww. it's, like, so <laughs> embarrassing. That's, like, how far deep I am. So I'm still kind of waiting to you know find another sports series but i definitely want to watch more just to see more from the genre yeah. so i'm thinking slam dunk ashida no joe ipo maybe um ace of diamond like those are probably next on the horizon for mm-hmm. me but uh how about you so i actually have a manga that you might be interested in Ooh. um it has so if you like how the eyes are in um haiku because that's mm-hmm. what's the like what is well known in haiku is are the eyes yeah um at least that's how i feel in my opinion they definitely show i mean even in the animation in the anime they show a lot of the player's eyes and how intense they are and stuff and how detailed they are for each different character like each eyes are not the same for all the characters maybe aside from like the non-important supporting players um Mm -hmm. but actually one of uh anime summits listen uh listeners and patreons uh sen they got me into this manga it's called blue lock oh i've heard of this yeah i've heard of people talking about this the um soccer one right yes yes yeah it is it's not unfortunately it's not uh pub published uh uh, there's no published release for yeah. the U.S. just yet. But, I mean, you can sail the high seas and read it. Um, that's kind of what I've been doing. And I'm telling you, Shocking, it, it, it ha- I have the same um, feelings and, and the, the same, like, urges that I do with Haikyuu. Like, it, it really oh, gets me good. right on the edge of my seat half the time. So, and it's really well drawn as well. Like, they definitely have those intense eyes and the passion that these players have for the game. So, I definitely mm-hmm. highly recommend reading that. And I'm pretty sure Sen will definitely agree with me on that. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Anime wise, um, 
Uh, I have to get back on my uh, Ahiru Nosoma um, train. That's it's a little similar to Slam Dunk, like their delinquents kind of and um, all that. The the player, the main character, his name is Sora. He's he's another short player, so he kind of mm-hmm. has to go above and beyond um, to play basketball. And um, he goes to like this high school with a basketball team, but they're all delinquents and they and the boys basketball team at this school aren't really taken seriously because they're run by delinquents and they don't really give a shit. So, um, oh, yeah, this one was airing and I missed it. Yeah. Like, yeah. It has like 50 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It's been going for a bit. Do you yeah. know if it's done? Or it's, if it's done still... now. No, it's done okay. now. So, yeah. But this I definitely put on hold because there were 50 episodes. And something sometimes when it comes to a sports show, I much rather binge the whole thing rather than watching it weekly. Like, mm-hmm. with high cue as an exception. Um, But, yeah. So, I kind of waited for, for this one to be kind of done um, mm-hmm. so that I can go back. And I actually had to, like, watch it from the very beginning because I kind of forgot what was happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it's pretty good. I, I kind of like it. Um, I actually got Sam to watch a little bit of it, but she actually kind of fell off on it, too. And I don't think she's going to go back to it. I actually have to see if she's going to go back to it because she likes delinquent characters. Yeah, and yeah. that's pretty much what these characters are. Like, there's a lot of delinquents um in this show so um i i and another one i i might want to go back and see if i can um watch uh, ace of diamonds again if i can't mm-hmm. then i'm just gonna i'm just gonna toss it um yeah i i want to try all out that's that's the rugby oh yeah um one that i heard did really well and then there is Hinomaru Sumo. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah, I put that one on hold, too. So that one, I did watch, like, the first four episodes, and that kind of, like, really, I was like, okay, I, you know, sumo wrestlers? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we why can not? get into this. This is, I'll give this um, a shot. I forgot to ask, did you see Run With The Wind? <gasps> oh, my God, yes. Yeah, okay, that cool. Yeah, cause... one is such an underrated sports show. It is. I, it's amazing. I, it's an amazing series. Yeah, I really liked it. Another, I want to say another underrated sports show is Hanibato. Yeah, I haven't seen that one, but I've Ooh. I've heard more criticism for it, but it had some parts that looked really good. There, yeah, I definitely enjoyed Hanibato, even though it's an all-female cast, because... Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about like all female cast sports shows and and a lot of it goes into, you know, just like the fan service aspect. Yeah. Whereas this Hanebado didn't really do that too much. Yeah. They definitely focused more on the sport itself and the girls actually playing badminton rather mm-hmm. than, "Ooh, this character has big ass boobs. Let's make sure that her boobs jiggle so much and and yeah. show like a lot of panty shots and stuff." Um yeah. yeah, so that I definitely 
liked that for sure. I love the OP for Hanebado. Oh yeah, that's, that's a bop. That song, absolute banger, absolute banger, and the animation for it is phenomenal. I I really enjoyed that animation for that OP especially. Yeah, definitely. I think that's about it. Yeah, I'm really not too keen on female sports shows because they're they aren't really written too well. So yeah, I've I've heard of some good ones that I haven't seen yet. Um, ones about like this judo club. I forget the name of it. Mm. It's slipping my mind. But it's a bit of an older series. Mm-hmm. And you know, of course, there's Chihaya Furu, but that's you know, there's some male, boys in cast. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it depends. Um, de- definitely just depends in general. But yeah, I think in general they have made a lot more male oriented sports anime. So hopefully we see more female ones that are like good and not yeah. just fan service there there is actually there's this this fall season there's that rock climbing girls yeah yeah. i didn't watch it yet and i actually um i skipped out on this week's um fall season part two first impressions for our for the podcast because real Mm -hmm. life i got busy and stuff yeah and i was listening i I was recently listening to some and nick talk about it and they're like the animation sucks, and Sam's like, I'm not gonna finish watching it. And then Nick was all like, I might finish it. I'm not sure. So, um, I heard Keijo was pretty good. Keijo is a weird case of like, it's 100% a fan service show, but it actually kind of takes their fictional sports seriously. So yeah. it's like varies fan servicey but also does have those kind of like hype sports moments mm-hmm. but i mean if you don't take it too seriously it's a lot of fun right but you can't go in expecting you know yeah i think true that's, intense true intensity yeah that's why i kind of like put that one off yeah because but, when i saw the cover for cage i was like absolutely not no <laughs> yeah it's definitely not as bad as it looks from the cover i'll say that it's I found some enjoyment in it. I yeah. thought it was kind of fun. There there was that one scene when they're in that classroom and the te- and yeah. the girls were like daydreaming or something and the yeah. teacher like fucking booted the chalk at her with her butt. I was just like, okay. Yeah, like if you find stuff like that funny, I think you'll find it funny because yeah. it's like, it almost like takes itself seriously in the universe. Like they have the like, you know, we need to train to get better. Like, I'm not as talented. Like, all of the same sports anime tropes that you see in other series, but, you mm-hmm. know, it's for Geijo. Yeah. So, they do a good job with it. All right. I yeah. might check it out. Okay, well, I think I think that's it. I think we've definitely talked a lot about Haikyuu, and we also did, like, some little side tangents on some yeah. sports stuff. So, uh, thank you so much, Shocking, for... Uh, talking about sports shows with me i don't talk about them enough and i feel like i feel like it's just as important as all the other stuff um yeah yeah it's always fun to geek out over sports which is not something you normally do yeah you geek out over anime but in anime you geek out over sports (laughs) for sure and not only and i and i do feel like that the sports genre is quite uh not talked about a lot and it's quite underrated yeah. compared to you know it's definitely underappreciated in the grand scheme of things yeah yeah um yeah and i'm just so glad that i get to actually do this and talk about yeah. it with because i know for sure even though like 
the community for sports shows are, are quite small, but I know there are some listeners out there that do appreciate me uh, talking about sports shows and stuff that I kind of watch that we don't normally talk about on the regular podcast. So I, I thank you for coming on and I'm hoping maybe we can do another one like this once yeah. to the top is done and we can actually give our final thoughts. Yeah, for on sure. The whole um, thing. That would be really fun. I would have to have you over on my podcast too, so we can talk about it. Yeah. Because I know we have a lot of fans, especially of Haikyuu, who listen to us. So I know, mm-hmm. you know, we can combine and, you know, talk about it as much as we want, especially when we both get to catch up. I'm so excited to hear your thoughts on the episode you're going to watch oh, as yeah. soon as we log-, log off. So, you know, I think that'll be a great time. Yeah. Yeah. I w- oh, man. I would love to come on your podcast and, and yeah. just nerd out on Haikyuu for sure. Yeah, that would be so. the best. Yay. Yay. All right. Well, again, thank you so much, Shaw, for coming on and, and doing this with me. And I will see y'all later. Have a good night, good evening, and good morning. I did that totally backwards. <laughs> no, that, that sounds good. <laughs> it's the evening right now, so it kind of, like, makes sense. It flowed well to me. <laughs> All righty. See you later, guys. Bye.